0: This is Brain Diet, a life coaching podcast, episode number 85. I'm Taylor Ann Macy, and you are listening to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain good information. What's up, friends? Welcome to the podcast. I am sharing with you something today on this episode that I have never officially Taught before. I have used this in small and subtle ways, both with myself as well as with others. And it's just been this idea that's been on my mind for a couple of months. And I was starting to finally put some things together and just thought, you know what? I'm going to do an episode on it where I put everything that I have about this into one piece so that people can listen to it and hopefully learn from it and utilize it in some way because I think it's actually a really fun way to approach your own mental and emotional health and a tool that you can use in many different situations. Before we get started into the topic, I am not a scientist. (laughs) I am not a researcher and I am not any official person to be sharing my theory today and my thoughts today, but I'm speaking from personal experience, like I said, as well as that of others, what I've seen and what I've used with others. So take it or leave it. If what I share with you today doesn't resonate, then you can just either skip this episode or forget about it or whatever. I personally do not have any preference for what I want you to think about this. I just wanted to share it and hope that it could be helpful for some of you. We are talking about using music to feel better. I have somewhat of a musical background. I grew up with instrumental music. My family is a family of musicians. I transitioned to vocal music when I was probably 12 or 13, I think. And music has always played a big role in my life. So it's something I've been more or less aware of. I think that is the reason why this idea was kind of planted in my brain. But that certainly does not mean that what I'm teaching today only applies to those with musical backgrounds. That's not the case. If you have a musical background, if you play an instrument, if you sing, or if you have no musical background whatsoever, what I'm teaching today can still be useful. So how does music relate to mental health? How can you use music to feel better? Have you ever heard a song that you haven't heard in years and it immediately takes you back to a moment or a specific time in your life? Have you ever heard this song and immediately... In your mind's eye, you can see the time frame, you can see where you were, and you have all of those similar emotions come up for you. And in addition to that, have you ever heard a song that you haven't heard in years and you know all of the words? Music connects with our brain deeper than language does. I can sing a French song that I learned in fifth grade, but can I rattle off the Latin meanings of prefixes and suffixes to most English words? No, I can't but I do remember this song that is in a different language. Music has such a deep and profound effect on the brain that goes beyond language. Music transcends language. And no matter what language a person speaks, one could listen to a song and be able to relay what emotion the song conveyed. So music goes beyond our brains. It goes beyond language and it has a very deeply powerful effect On a person's brain it has that potential to have an effect on a person's brain so knowing this knowing that music connects deeper with our brains than language does in some ways of course i am assuming that it has a deeper power for mental health than sometimes words can have obviously words are important in our mental health we are thinking thoughts those thoughts are made up of words And we go to therapy, we go to coaching, and we are taught through words. But because I have seen and witnessed the power that music has, and I'm sure many of you have, if you have heard a song that you haven't heard in years, it's pretty clear that music can go beyond that sometimes. And so I figured, how could we use that in a way to bolster and support mental and emotional health? Music tells stories without words. And I realized this, especially with my little kids, this was one of the catalysts months ago that started this idea for me where I'm like, okay, how could I use what I'm witnessing in my children to help my clients to teach something on the podcast? And so I've just been like marinating this idea for a while. (laughs) When I'm in the car with my two kiddos in the back seat, we listen to movie scores. We have found songs that my son initially started to like, and then my daughter started to like them as well. And I think it started with the Star Wars theme song was I think the first one that he started to listen to. And we were recently listening to the Lone Ranger soundtrack. And at the end, the finale is this William Tell piece, and it's big and grand. And my son asked me, he said, Mom, why did this song go from good to bad? And I was so taken aback by what he said, because this little four-year-old was having an entire emotional experience just listening to music that didn't have any words and he was able to tell what was going on and he was able to picture more or less what was happening only because of the way that the music sounded when i was in college i discovered that i have what's called synesthesia and i thought everyone had this until i learned in a psychology class that not everyone has this but it's defined as when you experience one of your senses when you are experiencing another so whenever I hear music, I see colors. I, it's, it paints a picture in my mind. And so most songs that I listen to will have specific colors and even genres have specific colors and they look a certain way in my head. And I thought that was always the case until I learned about it in a psychology class. This sensory connection that when you're experiencing sound and then also experiencing sight at the same time, it's heightened in my brain, but it's also a mindfulness skill that you can develop. To connect with the present moment and connect with yourself in a deeper way, you can learn how to connect and overlap those senses a little bit in order to be mindful and be in the moment. This is something that I do with my clients and I've taught on this podcast in terms of processing emotions. When we are processing emotions, we are paying attention to where the emotion is in our body, and then we describe it in other sensory ways. We pay attention to the other sensory elements of it. And this is what allows emotions to process and dissipate, is when we can get very mindful about what we're feeling in our bodies, be very specific about it, and pay close attention to it. So you notice where that is in your body, and you identify? Does it have a color? Does it have a texture? Does it have a smell? Is it heavy or light? What is its speed? Processing emotions is essentially just bringing all of our senses into the experience in order to pay such close attention that it allows the vibration to process through. So here is my working theory, if you will. Emotions are a series of vibrations in our bodies. We have vibrations in our bodies whenever we have a thought that creates this emotion. Now, music is a series of sound waves. My theory is that when we can use those emotional vibrations, as well as the sound waves we experience in music together, we can feel more deeply. We can process our emotions more deeply. What comes to mind is have you ever heard someone say to a famous artist or someone talk about a famous musician and to say something like, your music got me through the worst time of my life. Your music got me through a breakup. Your music was the only thing that got me through XYZ. That's a pretty common thing for a fan to say about a musician. This is because sometimes music is one of the most powerful ways to process the most deep emotions and problems. And when you have a lot of noise and words in your brain that Are just too hard to assess and too hard to handle music can take you away from that noise and just allow your body to feel the feelings that are so big that are happening when i first started having problems with my sight and was diagnosed with neuromyelitis optica it was actually right about this year we're coming up on like the year mark of when i was diagnosed i mean two years two years ago was when i was diagnosed I was obviously experiencing a lot of different emotions and thoughts, and it was a really interesting time for me. And I recorded a song. So as a vocalist, I was in studio recording a Christmas song for a Christmas album. And recording this song was one of the only things that provided some real peace. Being in the studio is completely dark, and it was just me and the microphone, and I just sang. And doing that was so, so therapeutic for me. And I think the reason why is because, I mean, multiple reasons for sure, but I was physically creating those sound waves. I was using my body to take those emotional vibrations and channel them into creating something. Have you ever been working out and had a song or multiple songs that come on and you just like get so pumped up and it completely changes the energy of your workout? Like you just pop your headphones in and you take the emotional energy as well as your physical energy and you combine that with the music and you just crush a workout My brother, last year, I think it was, or maybe it was early this year, was training for a marathon, and I don't think he had even ever run more than a couple miles. At least he hadn't in the last couple of years. And he was doing a training run for this marathon that he was running for. Jack, if I'm mistelling the story, I'm sorry. I don't know exactly how many miles you were running at the time but he hadn't run the distance that he was attempting to do that day and I had shared this one song with him that I thought was awesome that had really like pumped me up during a workout and he texted me later that day and said that he listened to the song on repeat and it got him through way more miles than I think he had initially planned to run and I was thinking about that and I'm like I've had that before where I've had a song that has just totally pumped me up and allowed me to really have a good workout. When you can connect the energy of music with emotional energy and physical energy, you can increase your capabilities, or so I believe. So to utilize music as a modality to feel better, my theory is that you have to be close enough to the music, like literally you have to be close enough to the vibrations. So whether you are in the car or you have your headphones in and you are just completely immersed in it, being close enough to it is often what can connect the most to the emotional vibrations that are happening in your body. When my kids and I listen to those movie scores in the car, they ask me every time to turn it up full blast. And when we turn it up full blast, you can feel it in your chest. Have you ever experienced this at a concert where you just feel the music in your chest? You feel like the, the bass or the beat, whatever, that's beating in your chest every time it plays. You are experiencing, you are feeling the vibration and the sound waves of music. When I was in high school, I would be anxious or whatever. I'd be experiencing some big emotion for me at the time. And I didn't have any knowledge of emotional or mental health skills which is a whole topic for another day. But at the time, I didn't have any knowledge of how to deal with those emotions. And so I always turned to music. I would come home from school and I would play the piano for hours or I would lay on my bed with my iPod Nano (laughs) and sing at the top of my lungs in our basement. And that was the way that I learned to cope with what I was experiencing because I didn't have any other skills in place, but it was extremely effective because I was able to channel some physical energy and connect it with the emotional energy, use the music to feel the feelings all the way through. The physical engagement of singing or playing an instrument can act as a working outlet for energy. And as emotions are vibrations and energy in a way, when we have an outlet in that way, that's what helps them become manageable, become not so much of a big deal because we are processing them. We are allowing them to vibrate as long as they need to vibrate until they burn themselves out. So music can be an outlet for emotions and it can also be an outlet for urges. I am always offering strategies for managing your urges and this is one that I think can be so fun to have an urge and listen to a song full blast in your headphones or in your car, to be able just to be present with the urge and feel the urge, but have some type of outlet so you don't feel like it's bursting at the seams and you don't know what to do with it. So I've given you a couple of examples of different ways that I feel like music can be powerful, and I want to point out that there is no right kind of music. All music is vibrations. There are just sound waves That will resonate with your brain. And maybe not resonate with other brains, but you have to find the sound waves, the music that resonates with your brain. My grandpa, I remember he had all of these opera CDs in his car. And every time he would pull up to the house, he would turn off the car and you could hear before he turned it off. It was just blasting opera. And that was what he connected with. That was the type of vibrations, the music that really connected with him deeper than language could. My kids right now, are we're super into movie scores, all of the famous ones, Pirates of the Caribbean and Indiana Jones and Star Wars. That's the kind of music that right now is resonating with their brains. Me, a lot of the time, I love EDM. That's one of the things that I love to listen to when I work out and those sound waves just act as an outlet for me. And that's not the only kind of music I love, but that's, I don't know, that's just been my jam lately, EDM. <laughs> so when emotions are big or if urges are big, try listening to music. Something that can be interesting is music also can sometimes get in the way. Meaning, have you ever been driving and you're trying to find a destination or a location or whatever, and you need to turn the music down so that you can focus? This is because music can connect with your emotions and it can help you process through those emotional vibrations. But if our brain is having thoughts that it's like, hey, we need to listen to these thoughts, then sometimes music can compete with that. And you will know because a lot of times you'll listen to music and you'll be able just to drop into it and feel it. And other times it'll feel like it's just extra noise. And so check in with yourself. Like, do I need to just feel my feelings and listen to the music and feel the vibrations? Or do I need to listen to my brain? Whether it's like finding a destination or if it's something more serious, whatever it might be for you, sometimes we need to listen to our brain. So music is more of an emotional tool to help us process our emotions and to feel better, but also to keep in mind, am I trying to ignore my brain? If I am, this isn't going to help. It'll just make things worse. So if you don't already know what your music tastes are, figure that out. Figure out what your tastes in music are and see what comes up for you If I were to challenge you to turn up the music full blast in your car or to turn up music full blast in your headphones, is that appealing? Why or why not? Does that turn you off in any way? Why or why not? See what comes up for you if I challenge you to sing along or to participate physically somehow. If you've got it in your headphones and you want to sing at the top of your lungs or if you want to dance to the music, whatever that might look like, if I challenge you to do that, what comes up for you? Whatever your emotions are, I've offered on this podcast so many different emotional tools, and this is just an extra one to have, that you can turn to music, that you can find music that resonates with you, that can act as an outlet for you to feel what you're feeling, whether it's something big or something minor. We get out of habit with this idea. Think about babies and lullabies. My daughter, when she is sad, when she wakes up in the middle of the night, She will be calling for me and I will come in and put my face up against hers and she'll say, Mom, will you sing me a song? (laughs) And I was thinking about how fascinating that is, that the comfort that she wants is music and the way that babies are sung to when they are sad or stressed and the way that it alleviates their emotional distress. Just because we are grown and no longer babies does not mean that this tool no longer applies. Music is something that we can use at any time to be able to feel our feelings fully. Music transcends what we can do with words. Sometimes words just aren't adequate, but music is. So use music to process the things you don't know what else to do with. If you're feeling something and you feel like it's bursting out of your skin or you feel like it needs some type of outlet, then turn to music and turn it up full blast. So there you have it an extra emotional tool to have in your back pocket to help you feel better. Listen to music on full blast so that you can feel it and physically engage somehow. If you are interested in learning more tools or learning more about coaching and mental health and emotional regulation, you can apply for a free consultation at the link in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening, everybody. I hope that you go and listen to some really fun music and feel better. Talk to you soon.